0: Hi, this is Jan Miyazaki, the host of the Wednesday 8 o'clock buzz. Thank you for tuning into WORT. If you like what you're hearing, please consider making a donation at WORTFM.org slash donate. Hassan El Tayyab is the Legislative Director for Middle East Policy. And an advocacy organizer at the Friends Committee on National Legislation. And Al Tayyab says that we must continue building the m- momentum to reach a permanent ceasefire, a return of all hostages, unfettered access to humanitarian aid, and peace for all Israelis and Palestinians. He says more war is not the answer. Um, there is no military solution to the crisis. So, good morning, Hassan Al Tayyab. It's really great to have you back on the show. Good morning. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, so, you know, I I, I want to first just talk about this this continuing sort of building um, of momentum. Can you just talk about um, the possibilities, right?
1: Thank you. Well, after more than seven weeks of horrific violence, Israel and Hamas finally agreed to exchange dozens of hostages and commit to a pause in the fighting and. I think these exchanges acknowledge the inherent value of every single civilian, whether they're Israeli or Palestinian. Um, While the pause in the bombing is an important step, you know, we are here to say that it's not enough, and we need a permanent ceasefire, a return of all the hostages, an end to the Israeli siege and bombardment and ground invasion, and a pathway to peace for all Israelis and Palestinians. And You know, listen, we've been told time and time again that ceasefires and hostage exchanges and negotiations were impossible and that endless war was inevitable. But I think what these negotiations showed is that that, you know, they could produce more results in seven weeks of bombing and really underscores the power of diplomacy to help bring an end to the suffering. And, and, And we have to. You know, work really hard. You know, keep the phone lines ringing, keep the emails going, the LTEs being written, uh, and all the pressure that we're seeing around the country and around the world to to demand that these uh, that this turn into a permanent ceasefire.
0: You know, I wanted to ask you to talk about the um, Ramallah Friends School students and their appeal to Congress. Can you talk about that? And you know, the I, I just wanted to add the three Palestinian Americans that you know were shot at um in Vermont were had gone to the that's how they met at the Ramallah um, Friends School
1: yeah well it it's absolutely horrific what happened to those three alum of the Ramallah Friends School I went to the school um, it's a Quaker school in 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 Palestine I was there in 2022 I spent a week playing songs and and talking about peace with all the kids and it they really moved me uh, and were incredible people and souls, and they wanted peace, and they wanted a pathway, and, um, and, and now they're, they pull together this ceasefire letter calling on uh, the U.S. Congress and lawmakers to you know, listen to them and, and call for an immediate ceasefire. They, they see what's going on in Gaza, and many of these students are, have uh, you know, are not going to school. They want to give their flashlights and their mattresses to kids in Gaza. They are really hurting and suffering and and want to see justice and peace for their their friends and neighbors you know very uh, very close to them so what what f c n l did is we we helped them deliver that message to every single office on on Capitol Hill and the white house and uh you know I think there's so much wisdom in what they have to say and and just briefly on uh, the folks that were shot and and, and in Vermont, over the Thanksgiving holiday, just for wearing a keffiyeh and, you know, that symbol of Palestinian solidarity, um, that's another reason why we want a ceasefire, is to stop the rampant spread of Islamophobia, anti-Arab racism, and anti-Semitism. And really, I don't see any other way than to stop the violence and actually get back on the road to addressing the root causes underlying this explosion of hostilities.
0: You know, can you talk more about the children and the response to the letter when it was delivered? tell us more about the the kids.
1: Yeah. So I mean, the you know, as far as the response to the letter, I mean, we're we're seeing it ac- across Capitol Hill. Um, you know, this is one uh, you know drop in an ocean of advocacy that's happening right now. An important drop, and uh you, you know we now have 50 members of congress or so calling for a ceasefire uh it, on October 8 uh you know we FCNL was you know drafting a statement calling for that ceasefire and uh you know a lot of people said you know it's 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 over you know we got to give up on gaza there's no way we have to just you know move on this is happening but we're getting more and more lawmakers saying that hey this is not enough um and that we actually need the ceasefire so their voices are incredibly important, and I was, you know, very grateful and honored to be able to help deliver that message on their behalf to Capitol Hill, and uh, we have a plan at some point to uh, do a private briefing with some of the students and, and members of Congress soon, so, so we're going to keep that going. Their voices are so needed right now, and uh, we have to echo what they want and what these Palestinian children are saying they want, which is an end to the violence.
0: And, um, and and for the the kids at the uh, Ramallah Friends School, what was it like for them just to try to go to school?
1: Can you say that again? What,
0: what were the conditions that these kids were living on and uh, under, and the challenges um, and struggles just to get to school?
1: Yeah, I mean, th- right now there is a real freeze on movement and access all over the West Bank. Uh, there, the checkpoints are uh, a lot more intense. Uh, they, you know, some some of the students are experiencing harassment and settler violence. Uh, you know, in, in the wake of all this hostility in in Gaza and southern Israel, and they're scared. They are absolutely terrified, and yet still, you, you know, they are sending prayers. and, and I was getting uh, emails from the headmaster of the Ramallah Friends School that. Um, that, like, they want to give their flashlight to kids in Gaza who don't have electricity or light. They want to give their mattresses to kids in Gaza that don't have uh, a place to sleep, that are sleeping outside in the rain as a result of uh, indiscriminate Israeli bombardment that have destroyed their, their homes, forced them to leave the north and the south. And now there's even talk of Israel asking people to leave again so they already asked a million Palestinians to leave the north and now they're wanting to uh, escalate their operations in the south and uh, asking people to leave yet again which is absolutely unacceptable so they're hurting um and you know and even last year uh, I I could I could tell that this was completely unsustainable in April 2022 and when I when I met them and spent about a week staying at the school and they told me about settler violence. They told me about home demolitions. They told me about, uh, imprisonment of their peers, including Shadi Corey, who's under house arrest right now. Um, so yeah, they're scared. They, you know, a lot of, even the faculty felt like there wasn't a lot of hope for, for peace. And, um, you know, and I think this explosion of violence we're seeing play out, uh, is, you know, is underlying what it's, You know, giving what giving up on diplomacy means, and and not actually addressing the root causes. But you know, we're here to say we're standing in solidarity with these students, and and calling on the Biden administration and members of Congress to do everything they can, including uh, you know, conditioning military aid if need be, uh, to uh, you know, reach a permanent ceasefire.
0: Can you say something about the foundational principles? Of the the Quaker school, yeah.
1: So I mean, the the Quaker school is it's um, it's the old, one of the oldest schools in Palestine is about one hundred and fifty years old. And uh, the the Quaker principles are that we need uh, you know the, there's the spirit of God in everybody, and the spirit uh, it means that we have to actually treat people equally. Uh, we have to make sure that you know we are respecting the human rights and dignity and self-determination of all people, whether or not they're Israelis or Palestinians or whoever. And that's the fo- foundational principles of the Ramallah Friend School. And, uh, you know, that's in the teaching, that's in the ethos, that's in the values of of how they approach education.
0: And their letter says, we turn to you members of Congress seeking a deeper understanding and meaningful, meaningful action on these these critical issues, on these matters that weigh heavily on our young hearts and minds. the um, Can people, what can listeners do to support this um, message?
1: Well, absolutely, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to discuss this on the air with you. It's just absolutely critical we keep the momentum going, and that we turn this temporary pause and hostage deal into a permanent and indefinite ceasefire, and You know, a humanitarian pause followed by any bombardment is absolutely unacceptable. More more war is not the answer. It never has been. And there's no military solution to the crisis. Uh, We have to turn the pause into a permanent ceasefire. And we do that by uh, continuing to press lawmakers. And we set up a a site, fcnl.org backslash deescalate. And folks can go on that link. Again, fcnl.org backslash deescalate. And uh, send an email to their member of Congress, uh, their their representative, and two senators, and, and you know tell them very clearly that a permanent ceasefire is going to be needed to protect civilians in Gaza, including a million children. Permanent ceasefire will help aid workers alleviate the humanitarian crisis. Permanent ceasefire is going to help us get all the hostages home. It's going to also help us stop the spread of anti-Semitism and Islamophobia, and so. We need everybody keeping the phones ringing every day, if you want, uh, a couple times a day, if you want, um, and then make these emails uh, happen. And I really, again, appreciate all the solidarity that's happening around the country on this issue.
0: So that's F.C.N.L. Friends Committee on National Legislation um, backslash Deescalate. And you exactly. know, I would encourage folks to just uh, look at the all the all the the. Um, uh, information at the friends committee and national legislation website i'm speaking with hassan el tayyab legislative director there for middle east policy and an advocacy organizer um it was just great to to talk with you i know it's brief but to tell folks about this action so thank you so much hassan
1: thank you so much and uh ceasefire now